we're on the air. Let's pray this one works. Happy holiday season. We we did this once already. We did this once with Alec. Two hours. He's gone. Maybe the best episode we've ever had. It, it was really good. Yeah, for I, us. I was actually like really upset that that it episode was. Failed. It was probably in Alec's best interest that it was not recorded <laughs> because it was not. <laughs> he got beat up on. Yeah, it got beat up pretty yeah. bad. And we maybe to a point where it was that we don't know who sabotaged. This could have been the DNC themselves. Well, so we tore down the studio because we needed yeah. a table, and. When I set it back up, I believe the wires were connected to the wrong ports. And then we had to build back better. That's what we're doing now. We're going to build back better. It's tough to redo an episode. Because, like... I was thinking about this all day. It's like, we've already explained our views to each other. Yes. So we're not not exchanging news. Like, we know our own, like, where Mm -hmm. we want to go with it. We're kind of going to try and relay, clean up where Alex's stance was. Because a lot of it was us breaking news to Alec. And then him kind of reacting. And well, that's what of our show was. So I was hoping he would be here because my joke was going to be that this would be the first episode that we do where Alec is aware of all the current events. Yes, exactly. You get to replay everything as if not just like, yes, let's fact check it. Okay, Alec, it's not just me saying it. We got you your other sources. Right. Yep, we're going to give it a try. At the same time, maybe this gives us a chance. To, like, I'm super prepared. My, I got too many notes to jam into right, this right. time frame. Uh, some of my views have like, or my opinions on some of these topics has like, um, I guess, I would say matured, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, the Juneteenth. They've developed a little bit more. We're more informed. Let's start where, that's where we started. We were to name the episode Juneteenth because it was supposed to be released then. Right. If you did look at it, it was two hours of completely dead space. God. What the, the reason why we were so surprised by the holiday is this was just enacted on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden on Wednesday, they announced that Friday is going to be, I mean, and that's when the, the holiday is actually Saturday. But since we're making it the 12th federal holiday, people got Friday off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, who cares what it did with the work schedule? My, the, my pet peeve with it is the Juneteenth. I mean, it's tough to remember it's definitely 19th and not 18th, 17th, 16th, 15th. What's the 19th? Yeah. Yeah, it's just you take out all the number that goes before the 10th and well, there's a whole bunch more teens. It should be the 18th. The 19th was the first day they were all free. I, I, I'm going to pick a new day that I'm celebrating for holiday in a second here. Let's go, the, go through the story, the backstory of Juneteenth. Is This was two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Right. News had not hit Texas yet that the war is over, so they still had slaves. So that was when if a lot of people like to think slavery ended with the Emancipation Proclamation. How involved was Texas even in the Civil War? Well, that it, it, Parts of Texas were also, we were still building out the West. So you even had Indians, and we had border. We would end up in the 1900s, we'd have border fights mm-hmm. with, I think, Pancho Villa, was the name of the guy who Teddy Roosevelt had to fight off. So, I mean, just more, it was interesting also to think about is how long, technology. Like, imagine, I mean, it's just a town that's so far out, there was no wire set up. Right. That all hadn't been built yet. It was just horseback. And it's like in places that were not as set up. So they didn't get their freedom until that day. Mm-hmm. The or, What I guess doesn't make sense to me is I think if you were to argue that they didn't get their freedom until then, they really didn't have to either. Like, we have a whole Reconstruction era with Jim Crow that would go another 100 years before that was really... Black people were truly free to be a member, like vote right, in our country. They were not considered equal. Yeah, so I, I, to me, I guess I don't, I don't know why you pick this day because it's just another. It's almost like a, I guess the argument that critical race theory makes is is that it didn't like the. At what age do you teach about the construction period and how after the Civil War there was a whole other attempt to segregate and 
Right, and and then I was telling you about what I heard on Peter Schiff's podcast, where he was explaining that the Thirteenth um, Amendment, until it was ratified, anyways, um, didn't it didn't impact the states that weren't rebelling against the Union. So I'm, I'm not sure which states. That, I don't. I don't, know I don't understand. I, I should have listened to it a little bit better. I just listened to it in the background while I'm working. But what he was saying is that Texas was just the last of the Southern states. There was actually other states that had to come afterwards that weren't impacted by Lincoln's decision. But he goes into detail. I mean, you can go listen to Peter Schiff if you want. He's, well, yeah, that I, I'm not. Pos- I don't. I don't know the details about it. But. What I don't like is so we get the news on Friday. I didn't really know where, like, which way the left and the right was going to go. I know that there were 14 people who voted against this. This is one of those things that, unless you have some really, really damn good reason. This isn't the hill to die on. Like, right. there's 14 people that... Now, their now, seats are probably safe in the house. The, un- the only problem is, right, they've moved this so quickly. Um, they never thought about how they're going to pay for this. As a federal holiday, you have to pay all these federal employees to be off. Did we... I guess most of the federal employees don't make any money anyway, so they're, they're just leeches anyways. But some federal employees, like, you have to pay them. Like, you have to figure out where the money's coming from because they're not doing their job. Yeah, I, I, so you just now yeah. added another federal holiday. So maybe we need to eliminate another federal Okay, holiday. and that's where they're going and the conservatives are going. This is, a make, this is too close to the 4th of July. The, not even the conservatives. This is a little bit farther why don't far just, right. Are going, this why don't is we like, just eliminate Columbus Day? Well, the notion of is uh, we do have this is called, I believe, Emancipation Day. Is it the name of it? Really? I'm not positive. I don't know what the, I'll you look define, up. or is it? No, I think they're calling it National Independence Day, and we have an Independence Day, and that's Fourth of July. I think the official name of the holiday is the National Independence Day, when it, everybody. It's, it's officially Juneteenth, National Independence Day. Yes. Yeah, so historic. Well, it's historically known as Jubilee Day. That's the Texas holiday. Did I say that right? Oh, so te- okay. No, this Jubilee this Day has been a holiday. Emancipation in Texas. Day. This has been a holiday. But for the federal government, it's Juneteenth National Independence Day. This is one of those. This it's been going around in some of the far left circles for a while that they wanted to get this to be a holiday. My only question is, I guess once the, I don't really know how this helps black people. In any way... Well, it's the same thing they did when they made Martin Luther King's birthday a holiday. They claimed it would solve all these problems and didn't. They never solved the problems. So we we have symbolically, uh, for the Civil Rights era, a memorial holiday. Mm -hmm. Now we have... And we have national 4th of July. So if you're looking at the 4th of July, though, Independence Day, as maybe... I don't know. I don't don't have this view. I I mean, I'm not experiencing the world the way people of color do. But maybe they don't see it the same way we do. Because when they look back at history, I think people like them weren't actually independent. They were slaves just to, you I, know, people. I think I think it's one of these that going too far off onto this. This is now that's what so people are concerned about blurring the two independence days. Mm-hmm. Then you have someone come out and suggest to get a new flag. A new, f- oh, I yeah, didn't like they w- they wanted to do instead of all white stars, have them like different shades of brown and white, like on the regular flag. What about people of other colors? It's all it's, it has like fifty different stars or fifty a bunch different of colors, then. just all different colors. 
That's where I would say that's going too far. Yes, and it's, it's one of the, and that, that gives ammo then to the well, right comes out and goes, see, this is awesome, big thing to get rid of the 4th of July. They're going to have to put a rainbow star on there. Craig, if you, if you want to look it up, I mean, that, it, it's really? a really, it, it's just a regular flag. I think that Macy Gray, Macy Gray, Gracie May is the name of the singer. I'm not sure what she did. Yeah, up. Nancy Gray proposes change the American flag. It's like, it's, none of this is happening. It's not, this is not an attempt to get rid of the 4th of July, but at the same time, we're not getting rid of the flag. It, this gave a bunch of people on all sides an excuse to get their hair all out of shape. I question what purpose that it all serves except for uh, um june 19th was the day that they were supposed to have their emergency j and j meeting for myocarditis as a side effect and now that was pushed because it's a federal holiday mm. so after Work like a, after a week yeah they got five more days and you think of an emergency meeting that they already posted they already <laughs> waited a week for their emergency meeting and now they're postponing it till after the holidays i don't I don't know what would it, that that would be a lot to organize intentionally. The flag that they're showing on here is what they want to change. Doesn't have stars at all. But are they? I don't even know what it is that they have in the corner here. It looks like a. There's no way this is real. No, this isn't. Where are you? That's looking? what they're suggesting. That's changed up. No, what? that's not. That's not. Right, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it at all. I don't. I wish your viewers could see, but I don't know what you just showed. If we had, vi if we had vi video, that is that is ridiculous. <laughs> no, what is that? Oh. Change.org. What what is change.org? It's a petition for that flag. But yeah, but change.org. It has one point two million it's signatures. Something, it's something that Obama started. That if you can get any petition to X amount of signatures, then for they have to flag. address it. <laughs> There's so many of them. I'm, I'm not even sure how this site still works. What even is that? Everybody. It's so funny. It's like a buck-tooth, like, long-nosed person. No, I think... I, Craig, I'm, I'm not positive with that. I, I think that's probably not meant to be... I mean, that almost looks racist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but why would... I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, that's, that's not it. I Google, know what, I don't Google know is having that pop up as the first search results. Really? Yes. Google. That's why I'm so confused. Okay, no. See, and that's what the, none of this had happened on the original show, on this weird confusion. Yeah. We, we gave a pretty simple explanation of the holiday, no big deal, little awkwardly placed. But a lot more stuff is coming up I have out since then. I have decided Juneteenth is going to be Tupac Day, and we're going to make it the 16th, which is his birthday. That is, to me, it's his, it's, I think it's his 50th. We looked it up, we had a whole conversation about it. Yeah, 1971 he was born. So it's his 50th anniversary. I feel like that's ce okay, celebrating I'm, I'm a person. Seeing, I'm seeing the flag that you were talking about with all like the different random colors. Yes, yes. Okay. I didn't know the flag stars represented white people. I didn't know that. No, neither did I. And that's why I don't know. And that's, I didn't think that's what this conversation, the Juneteenth, was going to go to. Yeah. Nonetheless. I guess we should explain that to the viewers that they want the, the proposal... Is the American flag, but instead of all white stars, we have stars of all the different skin tones. Yes, it's like just um, you could <laughs> that would be a, a cool flag to make and sell, and I'm sure yeah. they're doing that. Like definitely a cool remix of the flag, but I I am against any changing of the flag because the amount of money we have to take to take everyone's flags back and print, and, well, unless we make money off it, unless we can figure out to turn this into a revenue stream. Just that, start selling it, do like a football team. Yeah, just a you new know, flag. Don't, don't even buy back the old flags. Just start selling the new just ones. Just start selling the new flags. That's going to be once DC's added. And then it'll be like the new con uh, Confederate flag. All the racists will be waving the old one. 
Oh, God, don't even say that. Cause the American flag is going to turn into cheese. We're far, far way down the line from that. Yeah, that's, that's a slippery slope. One of the main things that we covered last time, it's a little bit dated now, but I want to cover it just because John Stewart was someone that I always looked up to growing oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Like, And I guess more importantly, he's one of the few people that I think can still speak to the left base and make sense. And he's kind of been missing since Trump took over. He disappeared. Like, he, he fought through the election cycle, and I don't think he went through... Uh, I don't think he made it through November Trump's actual election. I think he stopped in that summer. Of, uh, like two, yeah, the summer of 2016, I think, was when The Daily Show got Trevor Noah and then just went to hell. Oh, that just show's terrible. Like, I, I mean, I don't watch it, really, but... Horrid, cringe. Without an audience, and he, he actually takes the pauses for the no laughs and the jokes that aren't funny. He can't do accents. Terrible. Ter- the the da- advertisements are terrible. The Daily the Daily Show today, and if you're just watching The Daily Show now and you didn't see John Stewart, th- we're talking totally different animals. Um, Colbert was his protege, though. Mm-hmm. Colbert was uh, was his field correspondent. So, and, and when you think of Colbert's show on Comedy Central, he didn't play so much a, a punchline joke maker as a, as a character. He was more satirical. He was meant to be almost like, um, who was Bill O'Reilly. Almost like they're meant to be an over-the-top Bill O'Reilly with the spin zone, the mannerisms, everything about it was meant. And Jon Stewart was supposed to be kind of spinning off the network news. Like, the you considered Bill O'Reilly, like, talk radio, that's more opinion Republican. And then you have your straight news guys during the day yeah. on both sides. And he did a good job of always calling out the media. With the war in Iraq, that was one of his main things. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. If um, You are right, by the way, he... Um... He left the Daily Show in 2015 in August. Well, see, here's the theory, and something to watch for when I when I get this clip rolling. It's taking a little bit longer tonight to go back, uh, ten times more. But I think George Stu got, com- got uncomfortable with the amount of work that the DNC was putting onto them. I think that the, uh, that Democrats re- recognized early on that how much value. John Stewart had in communicating. He's almost more valuable when I was in college than the professors. That was one thing that everyone watched. You could have a different teacher for everyone, but everyone who's taking politics tunes in at 11 to find out what his spin is, who's he going to make fun of, that kind of, that kind of atmosphere. Um, at some point, it cut to be during the... Since Hillary was so incompetent and she couldn't do any news shows, it came on the late-night hosts to pick up the slack. And... Colbert did. He actually made his claim to fame on it. That's when he switches to late night. I think he had already been there. Yeah, he, John Stewart saw The Daily Show when Colbert finally officially took to late night. But I'm going to play... The way it's been portrayed in the news is they play his joke and then they cut off. What I think is important here is is Colbert gets very, very uncomfortable mm-hmm. to a point where he actually starts doing like the DNC's work. Stuff that the comedians should never do. This is stuff that's making Colbert not... That's why his show's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's not effective because if you can't make fun of the rolling class, you're a jester. We've been over that multiple times in the show. You're not a comic anymore. You're a clown who has to say something right or Nancy's going to pull all your, all your money, all your sponsors. You'll get canceled. And that's what they're going to try to do to Jon Stewart here. So mind you, this is the first live show that they've had back Monday for in in over a year. Mm -hmm. First time 400 people all vaccinated, which we'll get into that in a little bit, the ethics of that. But here we go. John Stewart speaking wisdom.
at this point, Colbert pauses. It's like it was, we can't, you can't see it. But Colbert pauses here to do like a spit take. And Jon Stewart being, like, I mean, a comedic genius, he knows what's happening here. Colbert's trying to slow it down. He's not supposed to take joke, the, the, take the joke there. However, this is the master. You can't, Jon Stewart's going to get this joke through no matter what Colbert does. <laughs> and this is an all-liberal audience. All-liberal audience laughing. Now, this is where they've been cutting it on the network news is because they don't have much time. And this is, a, you know, I have a couple more minutes here. So Bridget Fetisi, oh, that was loud. Um, Bridget Fetisi, she took a, she had a different take than I expected. I, I, I've seen takes it. all over. Wow. I'm so curious she, as to what her, I would, I say, so I, yeah, I know what she viewed expect. it as, okay, people like her and other comedians were making these jokes about the virus. Yes. Gutfeld the makes that exact, her, that Hershey joke, he makes it firecrackers like but, months ago. But, so... It was illegal. They're making these jokes, and then they're getting removed from their platforms. They're losing their YouTube channels. Yes. They're losing their Facebook pages. Shadow blocks. Yeah, all this because of the jokes. But now, the one of the inside people, now it's a lot... You're allowed to make the jokes? But, okay, so now watch here. I, I think Jon Stewart broke that rule. Okay. I think, and that, that's why I'm giving him credit here. Is I completely agree with that. Is it's, it, the, the joke to me of this all is, is that if you if anybody else made that joke... Over the past year, you were considered a racist. Like, it wasn't just, like, a bad person or not just spreading misinformation. Aren't they still saying that he's now a conservative somehow? Who? Uh, John Stewart. I've heard that... No, yeah, sorry, they've completely flipped on him about this. Yeah. Everyone, um, Dan Rathers came out and... I have that pulled up right now. This is all an insult to science. Like, yeah, they it's it's hurting the scientist's reputation. Washington, the Washington Post put out an article calling I mean, him a racist. I mean, it should like the sign. I mean, not all the scientists. Like Joe Rogan had scientists on all throughout the early days of the pandemic and through the, to now. And he's still having them. And they've tried to cancel him. Right. They're and trying. They're still. The Brian real Stelter scientists is actively trying. Study these viruses. 
and study this time, and they participate in this kind of science. We did a whole episode. They were all talking about how this was more than likely coming from the virus. It caused a lot of fights in my personal life where I would talk about this knowledge from listening to these scientists on his show, and they'd be like, no, it's been proven wrong. But like John Stewart said, it was proven wrong by the people with the same name as the virus. Day day one, we've assumed this. This has been a running Mm -hmm. assumption of our show. Alec even even agreed with us. Yeah. That was even one of those things that as far back as Alec never really contested it because when you word it like Stewart just did, it's a stupid theory. The counter theory is not only a low percentage chance of happening, mm-hmm. but it's a stupid theory. Like it's not only a low, and that's where right here I think this is important. I guess for the people like Bridget Fetisy, Gutfeld also, I don't. I'm not saying cheer and get pumped for John Stewart. I'm saying let's find some positivity in that those are liberals laughing. Mm-hmm. So the elites don't like it, but the base, they don't want to look stupid. Right. They don't want to talk about the penguins kissing the bats or the turtles. They can't even, Fauci, as we outlined a couple weeks ago, Fauci can't even outline his shit. Yeah. So uh, there's no, I guess, I, I, I think what's of more value here, oh man, I lost this, it's going to take me a second to recover that. I think what's of more value here is, is that he did it such a way that at the beginning, did you notice he didn't say Fauci's name? He said science. Yeah. Maybe so you weren't laughing at any individual. Right now, Fauci's been lionized to a point with the lefties that they can't admit that there's anything wrong with him. They can't admit that he's a joke. Well, the, the butt of John Stewart's joke was the science was wrong. He started it with, we can all thank science. So, you know, you can imagine the producers are going, oh, God, where's he going with this? <laughs> and then immediately they go, Colbert, shut this down. So Colbert pulls away. He tries the fake thing. John Stewart runs off the stage, takes the camera completely off Colbert, saying the story is with me. Comes back and then gets the joke in slow, very easy, classic John Stewart, word it four times a different way so it sounds right. Mm-hmm. Now, I think what's interesting is to watch how Colbert, I think, embarrasses himself. To me, this was is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen Colbert do. Let me try and get this. I restarted it. There we go. We're we're getting this recording off a cell phone instead of the computer. That's why we're having this struggle yeah. right now. Okay, here. See, a lot of laughter. Colbert could let it go here. He could let this go. Like, seriously, Colbert's argument is there's just bats in Wuhan? That, like, they, specifically the same bats are 150 miles away from, from where they, they, they were sold. Like, right. that, that's where these bats that would have contracted this imaginary disease born in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, it's a terrible defense. I like, like Stewart, just nail it down. Probably. 
There we go. Oh, oh, oh! And you could tell, John, like this is where John Stewart. He now he's just going. He's done with Colbert. Now he's going to move completely to the camera. That was a low blow. That's not. That's not a comedian talking. That's Nancy Pelosi. Mm. That's Chuck Schumer. Right. That's the leaders of the Democratic Party that are speaking on his behalf. There, I like he. He, he didn't have to do any of this, but he made a point because. John Stewart knew he, I think, I'm, I might be giving John Stewart too much credit here because I want to. I want to hope that there were Democrats that are still good people. That they don't want, like they don't agree with the party. They, like you can have good Democratic beliefs. You can be an activist. You can be one of these young athletes. Mean well. Be a social liberal. But at the same time, not be backing this. This is misinformation. Colbert right now is actively trying to spread it's, it's, it's spreading misinformation. Mm -hmm. When he just kind of got exposed on his show. I don't, that, 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 this is basically it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just staring at the he walked up to the camera and just stared at That's they're gonna cut off with that. And that was it. And that was what I think John Stewart making a very clear attempt to break through the echo chamber. Now, why is that? This is the to put this in context with our show. The last one recorded was like our Cuomo episode where we spent like a full half an hour of minutes on Fauci's emails and why I believe he should be exiled. And I'm standing by that. A little bit over the top. The goal was to get a rise out of Fauci. Fauci, the very next, I think two days later, comes out and declares himself science yeah. and says anybody that disagrees, like in that, he refers to himself in the third person. John Stewart goes and does this, just making fun of science. So you have Fauci here screaming, I'm science. John Stewart laying down the argument for the left to, to, for the left to finally divorce Fauciism. Boom, he's going to speak again today. Let me find him here for you. It's, yeah, here we go. Craziness of condemning Lord Fauci himself, and it's like the, the all the narcissism, everything that drips from those statements. You, 
it's going to be so easy to get him questioned, get to get him once we get him on the hill to question him. I don't know how we do that. Like so, he goes and has this outburst. Fox runs with it. They they send him to I think a New York hospital with Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and then boom, he's in the basement. And he's back in that, okay, we got the seal on him. He, this was his first reappearance. And he's doubling down on the I am science line of argument. Which, I, he can do this as long as he's calling Chuck Todd. He can do this with easy liberal anchors. But once he actually has to go back in front of the COVID-19 hearing, if we're ever having it again, that's one of those things where we don't know. I could guess, uh, that was that, yeah, that was... All in all, the big update there, well, I guess last, I guess it was a week ago now, was we hit the wall as far as the vaccination number. And that's been consistent for this week. We're going to finish at about 45.1 to 48 of the whole population. I think I think it's going to be like 66, 67 of the adults by July 4th. That Friday, let me find it here, because I thought these were important to read. This was 10 days ago now. So this is only relevant because we've been keeping up with the vaccine stuff throughout this. Right. One of the big parts of last week's episode was we were doing a call your own foul with Alec mm-hmm. on these numbers. Because Alec came out and said that 80% of people are going to get vaxxed like three months ago. Right. When he wasn't going to get vaxxed, turns out I was right with my thirds. It's kind of but interesting. But you were like spot on with it, your prediction. If we have time later on, I'll play it. I figure right now it's kind of gratuitous. Like without you, Alec here. To yeah, without Alec here to like... Justify it's just me taking victory lap. It was a fun segment that I've, everyone's missing out on. We'll explain it to him. Uh, I, pretty much, we just put Alec on the spot to defend his views flashback. and shows before. Now, now, this is funny because the whole reason we started doing this podcast originally, what, what was the original name of it? Crass Talk. Yeah, we had, so we had Crass Talk. Election, election coverage 2016. Right. This is while Donald Trump was um, getting elected. Yeah. And... We were going to ground round on a daily basis, yeah. the, all three of us. Just getting and we would sit around the bar and we would drink and we would you Ar- know, talk. argue with locals about politics. Yeah, and we, we do what we're doing now. Yeah, we'd argue with locals, mm-hmm. which would be oh, funny as is all get out if we could get some of those people different to time. come in here and argue with us, right? Now you can't even talk politics at bars. Right. All the places I'm going to, you see signs right on it, just knock, knock it politics. off, knock, knock yeah. it off, knock it off. So what we did is. One of the things that would always happen is we would accuse each other. Like, well, you said this before, and now you're saying this, and this, and this. You know, now we have a record of it. Now we can go back and pull. Exactly. And we can call the fouls. And that's why, I mean, the name's perfect now. Call your own foul. The for, whole idea. For a week. Behind what we're doing. For a month, Alec had been saying. No, no, I meant this number. I meant this number. Right. No. And the important part was, is the other prediction Alec made, is that we would not be doing back sightings. Mm-hmm. And now for the first time, this is the news that's changed since the show. But I didn't know how to work it in is um, Foo Fighters did the first game at Madison Square Garden, all vaxxed, required audience. Um, I don't, I guess my feelings, during the Trump presidency, I always made a point of trying not to stop listening to an artist because of their political affiliations. Like, I just really don't like that. I think you should be able to listen to music and watch movies without necessarily thinking of the political... The, the person's playing a character. Ideally, if they're a good actor or a singer, you can have your two... You can compartmentalize well, you that. Know, at that time, you were a Democrat and never had to really deal with... No, exactly. People who were, you know... The cancel, the canceling. Pretty much going after your beliefs. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I would never imagine that we would... And I guess my stance is... I, we, I personally would never do a show for a 
crowd that requires vaccines. And I, if I did have the vaccine, this is why I wish we'd have Alec here, I'd appreciate with people who have vaccines that kind of take a similar stance. This is that because I can't well, go, we're not, we can't go to those games. If you have the vaccine, what are you worried about the non-vaccinated for? And if people in Texas and our South Carolina, our North Carolina friends, we've got people down in Florida now, they're but sitting there going, exactly we've been fully open for months. This is the point, we, uh, Cuomo, the guy, Exactly. They say, oh, he said, why do you care? He said that, but then look at what he did at Madison Square Garden. Right, exactly. So Cuomo is just a, go- he's a liar. He's yeah. a total liar. And anybody who plays anything with him as if his voice is an authority over anything, mm-hmm. he's still going to run. He's still looking oh, at really? 2022. Yeah, why, why not? They look. Oh, we can talk about this. The New York mayor race. That um, they, they can't find anyone to run for mayor, yet alone governor. They were about to have tomorrow one of the biggest debacles of 2021 elections. In the pre, the, the pretext going in is that the Democrats want a sweeping reform over voting rights laws from the federal level at each state. Yep. Meanwhile, the city of New York is going to try and do rank voting. And that's you list your nominees one through five. So how that? Went. I did see that they're doing that. They got eight of them. Because for some reason, I'm getting all the New York City ads. I'm getting a lot of New York stuff too. We're in Pittsburgh. They're. Bl- I mean, I don't get it. It's like the way New York probably takes votes. We could probably vote. Just put your badges on. Just make up identity and stuff. Go out there via New York. Why, why not? Why not? And let everyone vote. I mean, you should be allowed to vote. Really, you should be allowed to vote. <laughs> we should be allowed to go to New York City and vote for New York's mayor. Why not? I mean, New York basically he makes policies for the whole country. This is like the second president. This is more like the VP. This would be a good thing. The reason this we locked down. This would be a good thing. If everyone in the country gets a vote for every political race in the country, then that would be a good thing. What are your, what are your thoughts on, did you understand this rank-file okay, voting? Yeah, I figured that. I figured that. Did you, um, do you understand this rank-and-file voting? Because this could go be, we could have this. Anyone could get this. It's I mean, this might be wrong. beneficial to the libertarians. It, yes, third party. The goal is, is this is supposed to open it up against the two-party system. The problem is, once you get over three, just like the broker convention talk, once you get five or six, you need to have multiple ballots, which means, okay, they're going to vote on eight people tomorrow. As soon as they get all the original numbers, they're going to take the lowest percentage person, and they're going to give t- take away their votes and give their number twos all of their requests. Then they're going to reshuffle again so everyone, all the twos get their more points. Then they get the next lowest person. Take their votes away, give them to all their number twos. If their number two's not there, then they get their number three. So all those votes are re-given, so now you have all the votes are for five people. They do this again. Fifth lowest, you take that up, give it to everyone it represents. This stops when someone gets to 50. Until, so until you get down to two. Eventually, it will get down to two. The question is, is when you have five or six... How many of them align together to do, if you're voting for me, pick them number two. If you're voting for them, pick me number two. So we hedge each other's votes and make sure that they never go to the other three candidates. Yeah. And how many times, you could have this relationship with two, it's almost like Big Brother, where you make like treaties publicly, like that you don't necessarily trust them, but you need their votes right now. You're talking to their base, you're campaigning the same city. You can see how this is going to create a cluster. When the whole thing that's on the bill right now is crime. That's the whole, even liberals admit that we got to do something about this. Their idea is stricter gun laws, and this is all a gun problem. This isn't necessarily a crime problem, per se. They have said some outrageous things. Either way, they could end up with a really off-the-wall person. Like, they could end up with a, I, I guess, I think a lot of people would like Andrew Yang. I've been following him for a while. I, I, this experiment we've had in um, the free money not to work, has been enough of a sampling for me to say that UBIs 
I'm, I'm concerned that they make people don't want to work. I know that you get a bunch of good-hearted liberals that are saying, we have no evidence that suggests we have, we're looking at it right now. We are looking at mil- 7 million people The only thing that we're not saying, home. though, is that the people in a UBI situation, this is, I don't believe UBI will work. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea at just all. Just not now. We've, we've done it. We've been doing it. it. We're kind of doing it. But I'm it. just pointing out that the difference is that right now the people who are receiving the money can't go to work. Inflation will hit. Inflation oh, will yeah. hit. And oh, yeah. just giving everyone more and more money is only going to expedite that. And without getting people back in work, it's going to let the automation that right. Angie Yang always warned about. Angie Yang always warned about this automation, but if you're going to artificially raise the minimum wages through a yeah. strike created by your unions... I don't know. I, I think it's a tricky situation. I think, I, but at the same time, everyone watch how this plays out in New York. If this is ugly, then this is a sign that the Democrats need to not have. They need to figure out how to vote in their own. Like they have a super delegate problem where their votes are oppressed in their primary and it's bigoted. The most, I mean, it's a parliament vote. They need to fix that. Mm-hmm. And but once they get Joe Biden out of here and they don't want Kamala, that they're going to have just as big. They may seem more unified right now. Mm-hmm. They're only unified in hatred of one thing. There is no one Paul. Once they have to start making choices about which direction they want to go, it's a free-for-all. All the swords are out. And this is a good sampling of what a brokered convention could look like with delegates. Now, since you rank your votes, you, you don't have a delegate that makes this decision for you. But in the event of a brokered convention, you don't, like, you don't vote for a candidate for the Democratic primary. You vote for a delegate that goes and represents your candidate at the convention. Your candidate doesn't get the 50. That delegate can act however they want and move vote. You're, you gave your response. You gave your agency to them to vote. So we're seeing an alternative to the superdelegate system, this ranked voting. And I think it's interesting. I don't know. I like the idea of getting to place a second bet. Like, because the libertarian, if you want to bet your heart, but then you know that Gary Johnson's not going to do well. But you want to say that I, vote, I voted for my heart, but if, if my heart's not on the table, then give it to my brain. That's what the one, two, to me, does. It lets you bet your heart first and then your brain second. Yeah. Where a lot of times, like, the reason you vote libertarian, I usually don't is because I don't want to burn a vote. But if I can get my backup vote, if it turns out to be a burn vote, and go to Trump or Hillary, okay. Yeah. I don't have a problem. Now this having it to open to five is odd. I've never seen ranked voting like that. So this is just something that's gonna be going on tomorrow. It's probably gonna last a couple days to go through these ballots. It might be a fun time to watch a little liberal chaos. I don't know how much control they have over this situation. And just to put a final cap here, with the two more things with the Vax news. So that last Friday that I was telling you about, and I just casually leaked that I thought they made Juneteenth to try and avoid this day. Well, this is the news that they have to be responding to right now. We had the J&J expiration date expansions. All of a sudden we find out that all these doses are about to go bad. Boom, they're good for another month and a half. I've never seen expiration dates work like that. I'd rather get my new one. I don't want anything that's like, well, the milk's good a full 10 days after that. No, no, it's probably not. No, I'll take another one. There's plenty of other options here if I'm going to. Yeah. Then we have the North Carolina J&J lab where they had to throw between 10 and 60 million away because of contamination. And it's like, they, the logic they go is, see, this proves that we catch them, that we caught, like these were bad, so we threw them out. 
nine out of ten carjackings are successful and we don't find out who did it. <laughs> so you're saying that you right. caught one. Okay, yep, yep. yep. That, I've never heard this logic used anywhere else in my life, but apparently this is good news, folks. It's not bad, it's good and, news. And how many got by before they caught it? I, this is by anything. How many of you are walking around right this now? This is just a proof that it is happening. I don't I, I don't trust that you're getting it every time. I'm right. just surprised you even let us know what happened once and then you probably got your I'm surprised, too, but when you go back and look through the lawsuits of these companies, they have a really bad record. They could have issues with this. I don't think people realize how dangerous this oh, is. Oh, no. These people, no. these companies have been known to lie whole, and do damage this to This whole people. time. Yeah. This whole time we've been in this pickle because of Big Pharma. And now Big Pharma's the way out? I mean, we don't have time to go through it right now, but just go on Google and just search these companies' like history. Our boy. Their legal history. Our boy. Um, the You're going to be shocked. The FAERS report, F-A-E-R-S, all caps. This is where they mm-hmm. list the side effects. They're having massive issues getting doctors to, like, they're disincentivizing to saying anything that happens, anything like more than two days after the vax mm-hmm. can't. It can be considered from anything. Who knows if the vax is just a coincidence? Right. Well, if enough different instances of skin lesions, or in this case myocarditis, this is the first one that they're admitting, it's creating an abnormal swelling of the heart for ad- adolescents, not adolescents, people between 18 and 29. And you're thinking, okay, is that is it worth better than long-term COVID? If you're an athlete and your heart swells, you can't take hits because any hit could disrupt your heartbeat and knock you out. So if you are a college athlete and you just found out in the Supreme Court case you might get a chance to make some money, this could limit you from doing that. I mean, yeah. a swollen heart can lead to a whole bunch of different things, and it's something that that's uncommon in young people. It's just something that's much more prevalent in old age. So all of a sudden you see... 350 cases pop up when normally there would only be 50. When there's no vaccine, you just do this, this age group, how much they regularly get. They'll say only 300 people? There weren't that many kids that have died of COVID either. So we're talking these are very, very small percentage risk choices that depending on who you are, what your previous history is, what your plans for the future are, it's a, a totally different to make them, to make people take it this young. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to get here in one second into the NFL, which I'm going to start a war with. <laughs> um, the all-vax crews, they got oh, that, yeah. the Royal Caribbean, everyone on it's vaxxed. All the customers, yeah. all the employees. How many people caught it? Two. Two people. Two people get, where do they get it? How do they get it? This isn't helping with the vax works. It's not helping. And then we got... It's because there's vaxxers that just walk around without masks on, spreading it. That Eeyore meeting. They're super spreaders. And um, the ROM thing. We briefly... You weren't here for that episode. Um, Brian, yeah, just a boat of super spreaders. Brian ROM, I think it's the... I don't know this guy's first name. He's my favorite golfer now. I actually watched some of it just because it happened to be on where I was watching. Um, He tested positive. He got contact traced for COVID like three weeks ago. Three tournaments ago. That means if you haven't been vaccinated, you have to get tested every single day. It's a weird protocol. The NFL is going to get even stricter. Takes the test, takes the test, takes the test. Four or five days go by. He's winning. He gets a positive test, has to step out, has to miss the tournament the next week. The guy's devastated. This is millions and millions of dollars. I mean, it seems like he's pretty... He does well for himself. Either way, just had a kid. To find out that you're walking around with COVID and you're shooting the best round of golf in your life is odd. So either way, he gets it after he had been vaccinated. Now, mind you, he finds out that he's been contact traced. He goes then and says, well, if I get the vax now, can I stop? Te- can you stop testing me? No, that's not the way it works because the vax doesn't kick in. It's not, so it wasn't until four or five days after he got the vax that did it. The virus had actually contacted. There's a lot of odd 
stories for this to play out in public. Mm. Guy comes out and hits the length for the first time again, wins it on shooting like a five under in the Cal in the U.S. Open. If COVID is, if athletes need to take it at this level, then you have to prove that it has a percentage chance of making them sick. Not just that it can still affect loved ones. Because right now we're at a point where an athlete can get tested every time before they go home to visit their grandma. You can get a rapid test at your grandparents' house. It's not, I mean, regular people can afford this. Yet alone athletes and people mm -hmm. who are following these strict setups. This is no longer an issue. They're not, you're not protecting the fans. The, the athletes aren't getting in the fans' faces. No. I'm going to play here um, Dr. Wen. They go hard on the athletes today. Let me see if I can find the... This was just this weekend. They put out some bizarre rules. Let me read you the rules here first. Okay. If you have not been back, If you have been vaccinated... You do not need to take any daily tests, no mask required, no social distancing. You don't have to quarantine after exposure. Now, I don't understand why in a normal experiment we'd want to tell if the vax are working. So you continue to want to test someone who's vaccinated just to see if it, do they get it? Yeah, if, yeah, why do they not want to know? This is one of those that if the science, if you're running a legitimate science experiment, I don't know why you don't want to know. I remember when Trump said to stop testing, that was him being, he wanted everyone to die. Mm -hmm. It was the middle of the summer, and I think a lot of people still joke about that, that he was being mean about that. Mm -hmm. No, it was when you test people that don't have symptoms, you're not finding real cases. Like, you're not actually finding people who are sick, if you're only finding a case. You're not finding an actual person who is sick. Mm -hmm. So it's not that relevant to any statistics to find out. But it, it's unless it, it makes you it looks like you're not working. In the case of the vaccine, it makes it look like the vaccine is not as effective. Mm -hmm. In the case of um, Trump and the cutting the test when we didn't have a vaccine, it makes it look like we'd have more debt. Like, like, like the count is low. So he didn't. Right now, people were shut down because of the case count. When in reality, the case count was irrelevant. You need to know how full your hospital was. The right. stat, the stat, the after those first two months, the only stat that should have been paid attention to is hospitalizations. Mm -hmm. That was the important part. And you can do a tracing for the elderly. Either way, and there's there's travel restrictions. These are all. I'm not sure if they were common in the NFL last year, but this is common to like the NBA right now. If you're watching these NBA finals, a lot of them are still wearing masks. They all have to stand in bubbles. It's really odd. It's really odd. Um, good games, though. I've actually been watching a couple. Um, who's it, the Dream Team lost. Oh. All right. Yeah, Brooklyn won. Brooklyn ended up beating. There was like an all-star team. Like, they pulled another LeBron James type I instance. Do not this watch the okay, yeah. <laughs> without, without getting into I'm following the NBA is interesting because. So, this is the NFL Players Union. The NFL Players Union is not represented by the players. Unlike the NBA, where LeBron has earned himself a good bit of say, and I, you could argue we want in some ways he helps in some I mean the relationship to China. I think the benefit to this discussion is I'm pretty sure he has put the kibosh on the mandatory vaccines in the NBA. The NFL has no such organization. They do have a lot more players though, and this and so the first five I think you can like I mean I, I still think they're unnecessary, but I think they're livable. Listen to these next ones. If there is anybody who is not vaccinated in the weight room, you can only have 15 people. If everyone's vaccinated, unlimited. Now, what does that do? All the vaccinated players have to work by themselves. They have to be segregated. They can't be within the main ones because you'll never have enough time in the day to use the weight room if everyone has to use it in that, those terms. So right there, we're segregating. That's discrimination, I think. 
I take fine. I'm not a I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure if I'm a players union, I can do, I could handle sure the union like rep it. responsibilities. This seems like it's pretty surefire, not legal. Next, social media marketing restrictions. You don't have any if you're fully vaccinated. You do if you're not. What are those? You ask. Don't know. Don't know. It's just restrictions. On marketing. On social media and marketing. So like, if they're making TikToks. I, I, I don't know. Because they're probably not allowed to do TikToks in public without a mask. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you, you can't do what Cole Beasley did. Like oh, that, so he broke I think. The rules. We don't. This is somebody. You're, yeah, you're right. Somebody well, leaked this. I think about it. Yeah. This is what came out of the most recent NFL players negotiation. So this is being leaked, and I like that they do this because it allows everyone to get a feeler out. Right. So people can raise their. We can let, make our objections now mm-hmm. before it's written into rules. So this is if you're not vaxxed by September first, tentatively, this is going to be the thing. On top of that, you would not allowed to use the sauna or steam room. If you are not vaccinated. Which is important to use. Health. If you're, health. I mean, health. that is an yes. important part yes. of staying healthy. The heat, I thought, got rid of the things. <laughs> I thought the heat was one of the things that got rid of the sunshine, the warm temperatures. This, this is what summer. irritated me before when we were on the one podcast where I got mad at Alec for saying that, you know, the vaccine was a part of health. Like, this isn't. These people don't have anything to do with health. They're not concerned with health. They're not even trying. They're not trying. They're not trying. Yeah. We're, not, we're not trying to make... This the is, things that are actually about health, they're this, saying are bad. This is the pain. This is just meant to inflict pain on... Because mm-hmm. a lot of these, some you can draw a line. And, when, and this is the point where I'd break. So if I'm reading these rules, if I'm Cole Beasley, who's in a tough position, he's not a... He, he's, he's well off, because he's been in the league for a while, but he's the one that they, they can go, who... Oh, he's, well, like a, he's like the second the best NFL's on one team. really lucky right now that Vince McMahon's league is not still around. Uh, that's what I'm gonna make. Let's get. Let's give a second here. Let's see how they trash talk our NFL because I, a league of their own. If there's ever been a time that well, they had the XFL just a couple years ago, COVID I think killed it. If half of the league is not getting vaxxed and you drain half of it, mm-hmm. if Tom Brady stepped up right now, that's the thing. Is Cole Beasley doesn't have enough skin in the game, and I think Tom Brady is one of the only self-identified Republicans in the NFL. It's very odd that you can't have athletes that even for the other political team. Like, that's the problem yeah, with the what, NBA, what happens? is they're also Democrat. The yeah. Democrats' argument here is not what LeBron wants, but that's what they're making. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's been squeezed, and the media's been so difficult on him, is because you're supposed to buy... If you're on Team right. DNC, like Colbert is, you don't just let John Stewart do that. John Stewart is a good-hearted Democrat who just tried to make a play uh-huh. and be funny. Colbert did the company man's job. Mm-hmm. They want LeBron to go out right now and, and um, cheerlead. And we'll play that for you in one second. This was my breaking point. If I'm a player. Well, what happens to Tom Brady? I don't know. Tom Brady is... I haven't heard Tom Brady weigh in on this yet. He could weigh in and really, like... He could break CNN. Because, I mean, he went all against the narrative. Yes. He won the yes. Super Bowl. He's out partying yes, he's, videos. He has kids in the age that they're going to be trying to vax. But he was out partying, no mask. Yep. You know, been around right. a bunch of people, throwing the Lombardi. He's a really healthy guy. Like, the, the TV7 brand, is, or the TV12, mm-hmm. has this whole, like, Joe rogan style vitamin yeah. exercise routine. I might get his jersey this year. Uh, let's see what see how he does here. Some player has to right now since the players union is not functioning on behalf of the players. One of the players has to do the work of the players it. union, yeah, and you got to get PR. You have to get out and make this known that your greats, you're, the guy you put on top of the ticket, mm-hmm. isn't going to play if you stand for this. That's where like you have um, I think it's not the Grateful Dead. It's an older kind of hippie band, not hippie. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's refusing to do concerts for only vax crowd and it's like those are the kind of things that if, if a few people stand up right now that could be enough to put this thing to rest 
but they look at the success of the Foo Fighters last night in Madison Square Garden. Sold out. A lot of money. Dave Chappelle made an appearance. Did he? Well, he's been doing... Uh, he has his own comedy. He has his own Yeah, he, he's now. been just testing everyone at his shows. That, I, I, the Foo Fighters is the one who won't do the... I, I assume... They won't do it for non-vax people. The Foo Fighters... Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're yeah, right. the Foo Fighters just did fully vax. I, yeah. I want to say not, not, Tom, not Tom Petty... Neil, I'm not sure. Not no not, idea. No not idea. totally relevant. That we're gonna have, we're gonna see over this next month how many people do this. If this becomes a, this is the first time I've seen it. I'll, I'll play the clip here in a second. Um, you are not. Oh, okay. If you are vaccinated, you are allowed to interact with vaccinated family friends during team travel. So if you're not vaccinated. You can't hang out with anybody. Yeah, you're not allowed to do anything. If you are vaccinated, you can only hang out with other vaccinated people. Is that, is that your interpretation of that? Mm-hmm. So you can't have any... You, go you can't to, do anything. You effectively the, end, the NBA bubble from last year. Mm-hmm. And that looks like what they did. If they went and took the NBA's Iron Dome insane project and figured we're just going to implement this individually to all unvaccinated players. And I think that Iron Dome caused some of those players to get a lot more Stockholm Syndrome with the riots and the calling out and getting so politically involved. And I think that temperament was all led to by lockdowns and putting the people in, people in their peak shape of their life, sticking them basically only get conjugal visits, living with a whole bunch of dudes their age and the peak of their lives, making taunt money, and they got to spend an entire five months away from their family. Mm-hmm. I, I think I mean, that, that could, you didn't sign up for that when you joined the NBA. That's more like a military. And it's like, kudos, I mean, you have people learned to adapt, they got around it, but I think it did have repercussions, and one of those might be, this is now the playbook to how to handle unvaccinated spread situations. The last one is, you can't leave hotel to eat in restaurants. So you have to sit in your room with no friends and you travel, by yourself, work out, but it's a team sport. Order Uber Eats. All this on top of wearing a mask, social, falling, getting tested every day. You're getting tested every day and you're told you can't then yeah. do anything. Why are you tested? If you're staying what are they isolated do? I mean, in your room. How are you going to enforce this? If, I mean, easily, this is going to be blue state, red state. Ron DeSantis right now is not allowing teams to do this. They're not allowing cruise ships to do this. Right, right, right. But if even if they're allowing them, what are they going to do? Stick a guard at the hotel? They have surveillance. Yeah, these teams have a lot of people to protect. Even when you do go out, you have surveillance that comes with you just to make sure you don't get yourself arrested or really fall stupid in front well, of I mean, paparazzi. The Steelers have done bad at that with Joey Porter. Because usually half the, the time, side. yeah, they pick each other to be each other's security guards. And they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that this is not a foolproof system. But yeah. if, the, if the team wants you monitored, especially if you're a high-profile player that's known for sneaking out, yeah, there's plenty of ways to do that. Okay. So that that. However, I mean, I, w- I would assume the only way you get caught is if somebody videotapes you out. <coughs> so you just need to buy VIP, make sure no one uh, gets close with their phones at least. Yes. Which is tough to do. Like I said, you go in <clears throat> the NFL. I mean, like, what are you going to do if the person gets on Tinder, invites somebody over? It, it was easier with the NBA to um, keep only 10 players. Or 11 players in line. Yeah, you're talking about a 55-person NFL team. Yes. And when they're in town, they're not in a hotel. They're going back to their house. You can't just... Like, what are they going to do? Stalk the players at their house? I don't know. And so I kind of wish, like, if we could could pull... Like, if we had the kind of crowd here, I could figure out a way to get a hold of Cole Beasley. Really like to get an interview with him. Because he seems like he's ready to die on this hill. 
And that's what we need is, and he's in a position where he can't. Similar to like, I think us. We don't have to, they can, there's no way they can force us. So mm-hmm. taking, saying I can't go to a Steelers game. I mean, I'm, I've been to plenty of Steelers games. I can go another year. That's where with college, we got a lot of college kids listening. Mm-hmm. I gra- I went to college, you did it. I, I, re- I, re- I don't think going was a smart choice for me. I don't regret going, but I don't necessarily think it was the best way. Like I think if I had more direction in high school, I could have avoided having to go. Oh yeah. Like, like I, I don't think, especially with how I started law and I kind of like fished around different political science, philosophy, economics. I floated around a whole bunch to a point like I had to take an extra semester to finish it off. Either way, I guess what I what I what I regret not doing is taking a semester off. I think it would have been better to take whether it was after my first year. Gap. Yeah, yeah. Just just even one even one semester. And this might be if you're at the Vax. Is the, something the only, that's unavoidable for you at your college. The only problem with that, because that's what I always thought I was going to do. Take, mm-hmm. take a year off. And that's the school. danger of it. The danger, you'll never go back. That's the danger. So yeah, they tell you, you take that semester off, you'll never go back. Well, I started making more money than all those kids are going to make when they graduated. And that's what, it, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Because then I realized it. You see your friends graduating with that. You see yeah. the ones that didn't. And it's like, what, how long does it, it take? Four right. or five years to finally get to a point where, yeah, you're making more than me. But it took you five years and to get to a point where you make your money. And really, are you making... I mean, even now, right now, most of the people who graduate aren't making more than me anyways. But... No, no. I, I, I'd say that that's the But even if they were, say say I stuck with a job. So I, I was making like 60 grand a year when I graduated. And I stuck with that. And so, so you graduate college and some people... You, you might be doing 70, 80. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you factor in paying the student loans, are you really making more than me? No, and that, that's no, and because Plus the head start I had on you for retirement, like I started investing in retirement from eighteen years old. The, the, what a head start that is! Yeah, yeah, you know? and especially just not going into debt too, mm-hmm. avoiding just taking that step. That even just kind of ju- justifies it. Right. Um, what we're gonna do is because I think why I don't. I don't regret going to college because even though like I'd say four out of five of my classes were a complete waste of time the one that wasn't I mean you, I could have probably taken it all in the course of one year but just if you can read on your own now you have to be able to read on your own but you can self-educate especially if you're looking down a writing in English a political philosophy well, what class are you talking about I'm, I'm talking the polit- the polit- soft sciences philosophy political oh, science yeah. stuff but that's not necessarily you don't think you can learn this on YouTube I you think, don't think there's people on YouTube educating people on these type of topics? I think there's something about when you read it and you figure it out for yourself as opposed to getting someone else's interpretation. You can, it's kind of like, um, it'd be one thing. Because I guess we're going to try and do this on this. This is what we're going to try and do during the school year when we have some free time. Is we're going to try and do a book recommendation of something that regardless of your major, mm-hmm. this is something that can help you with like interacting with people, I mean, a specific history. So, the, the Federalist Papers just telling people specifically which right. ones to read. No one's going to read all 55. Well, I, but we could go through and highlight some of the good ones and I encourage people. I did go through and read yes. Federalist Papers. That's what, but you, you were what you I was were thinking the, of here. You encouraged me to do that. And that's what... And I was reading... I mean, I was just reading books pretty much that... I mean, I was reading a lot of, like... People's bus- inter- Business books, but um, for... As long as, as far as like uh, our American history goes, there's a lot of conservative leaning stuff. It's one thing to get Rush's interpretation, and it's mm-hmm. another thing to read it and then see how Rush made his interpretation and form where right, yours is. Right, right. And that's what you you encouraged me to read those Federalist Papers, and that's where I really now I completely understand. Now it happens to be that just my natural 
instincts tend to line up with the founding fathers. I mean, the point is, if I think people like, extremely read... Extremely closely. People like to think Constitution is the only way that you can derive the founders' intent. No, mm-hmm. the Federalist Papers is written by the founders yeah, and meant it, to be used. And that was something they never taught us in school in either. It's like, the founders literally wrote documents explaining why they were doing what they were doing. Yeah. So you can understand, and that's where you find out that I mean, they, they didn't even really believe in slavery. Which, well, which is, slavery was necessary yeah. to form the union because we would never have what we have today. Like, it's, it's, we, the slavery would have never ended if they didn't start the country with slavery. Mike, my, my, my question for you, and this comes back to the opening with the Juneteenth and the critical race theory, is is I agree that we have to address this mm-hmm. here. That this that that like, how do you explain to someone? Like what you just said about the founders needing slavery in order to get to a point where they could one day get rid of it. Like mm-hmm. if they wanted to keep the, like the Constitution had to account for it because it had no way to get rid of it right. and still exist as a doctrine. To tell that story, it's very difficult. Like we talked about this before. I did my senior thesis on this in college, and it was very difficult mm-hmm. to work through. Giving it to high school, there's legal cases where you're not really allowed to, for a teacher to introduce philosophy to in, uh, uh, in high school. Is to have because when you even think about the case, aren't they teaching critical race theory? That and that's my. I I would think they're the same. Is I think that you, it's okay for some honors classes and for some people who maybe are like who are more interested in it and more advanced, but to put it on people in middle school, mm-hmm. in some instances elementary school, you're learning about like a, what is an oppressor and what isn't. You can't learn about the founding fathers. You can't understand the Constitution if you're going to look at it first through a frame of. Everyone who wrote it was a slave right. owner. Like if you go into reading the uh, the Federalist Papers, believing that you're inherently racist, you, you won't you won't read that. You won't oh, read yeah, them because they're yeah, all white. Just, and and that, that's that's the point is is like, yeah, you'll never get there, there are important lessons for people to learn from our founders that are very difficult to teach if you start with race. I'm not saying that like we learned that there were sl- I get my the way my education was and we received pretty similar. I was Hempfield, you were Salem. Yeah. Like high, like high school education. I would education. say high school education is definitely better than Yes, that. yes. And I did a couple more honors classes mm-hmm. that would do. So I guess we did Reconstruction Era, Jim Crow, slavery in 10th grade. In 8th grade, we learned about the exact, like, evils of slavery. I'm looking for that word of it. In 5th grade, we learned conceptually what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, in 5th grade, you learned Christopher Columbus, Sales the Ocean Blue. They had slaves. Slaves were bad, but... England. England was the one we really hated. Let's not focus on the founders' relationship to slaves, but their relationship to who they viewed to be their oppressors. Now, you learn later on, it's kind of ridiculous hearing our founders go, we feel like slaves, as they have slaves. Yeah. But that was their claim to the crown. Is you're making us have slavery, and then you're taxing it on us. So you're trying to say, I'm not doing it, but you're collecting all the revenue from it. Like, we don't want, we're not the ones bringing these ships here. You're the one that keeps dumping off these. We can't, we can't make it stop. Yeah. And it's it's a very this is a tricky it's a, it can be an interesting subject to teach when when we were learning in college and everyone's open to this and everyone wants to be diverse all the woke kids who are trying to get inside of everyone's mind you can have these conversations and I think it is important if the left is going to have a constitutional jurisprudence I think it's important that they figure this out that some way that they can use the constitution even if you can't look at the actual words in the constitution because of the three fifths compromise because of the inherent a uh, hypocritical thing behind all men are created equal, and they weren't. You can read in the Federalist Papers the reason for that the Senate structure had nothing to do with the concept of slavery. 
this is all have to do with philosophy and how do you stop a mob from deciding to ever get slaves and then be able to take a small faction of people be able to take over power and start slavery they were more looking as if we're going to start a government we can't have one that just perpetuates slavery or any kind of factional any kind of a small 50 percent majority that's what the house is for that's why you elect them every two years so I, i'm ranting on the filibuster in a while I think I just inadvertently just ended my whole way around a critical race theory. When we're talking about that critical race theory, you know, the the whole idea of race and the history of our country is so complicated. Yes. It doesn't just come down to people who are racist and they own slaves. Because what happened is, you've got to look at it in the context of the time period where this was an accepted practice, right? And when slaves were educated... And this, this has literally happened in history. I'm thinking of an exact example. I don't remember the, the slave's name, but he was educated by his owner mm-hmm. and was set free. And the first thing that slave did, because, I mean, he was educated. He knew how to make money. When you're talking about that time period, the first thing that made sense to him was he started buying slaves and started a plantation himself. So he's a black man. I don't know about this. I don't know about this one. Yes, I, this okay. is, I, forget, the, I forget the guy's name, but this is legit. Okay. Story. You want to get that name though? I can, I can look it up. You can find the about. name here. Just but so so what he did. When what was worse, the, the worst thing about it. Um, the worst thing about it was a practice that even like the white people looked at really bad. That they they believe was bad was breeding, right? So I'm trying to look this up while. Candace Owens vaguely goes down this yeah so the slave owner that i'm referring to which there's there's a lot of there's a lot of the, the examples of this but um uh, i forget the, i can't find the guy's name here to get the exact example i'm referring to because i can cannot remember the man's name but so what one but the problem was with this example i'm talking about is he actually went ahead and breed or bred the slaves to create more and make more money because he understood how to make money. That's his whole goal was, is to be very wealthy. I, I was thinking more along the lines of an argument. Find this guy. You used to make an argument that it's not factually incorrect, but that you that in Africa, black people enslaved each other. They and that they, which is, is, is true, but the, the guns and- They sold them too. And who was picked. I mean, basically white people came in and said, we're gonna pick you to be the leader and you do this or we kill you and find the next higher up to do it. It, was, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't like it was a full-on, oh, we just discovered slavery and we ran into these Europeans that just want to buy people. Right, it was, right, right, wasn't quite like right. that. But however, it shows how, like here, the, mora- the, the trying to contextualize the morality of these different time frames requires, to me, at least a grade 8 level education mm-hmm. before I, I just think it can get irresponsible when you start talking like stuff like this. Once you start getting into a comment people make with reparations on what happens to like Obama. If you're half, like, if, like, what happens if you're a first-generation immigrant and your parents never came, born around during that time? All these very difficult conversations that having with fifth graders and sixth graders, I don't know how that's productive. I don't know how that's going to help them get, have any healthy understanding of history that they can use moving forward. I guess I, I'd, like, I'd like to find, like, I'm pretty passionate about, I'd, I'd like to find somebody to represent critical race theory in this debate. Like, I don't know of any, any Democrat that this is all news to them. It's just popping up on CNN, and they're not, they just keep going, it's not as prevalent as the right says it is. It's not as prevalent. But, so if it's not, how is a little prevalent? So, William Ellison is, I believe, the name 
of the character I'm talking about. The, not character, the man I'm talking about. Okay, no, see, I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not positive. I'm not positive on how, that would reconstruction era. When there was even an issue with people trying to capture slaves up north. There was a whole issue where southerners would pay people to go up. Yeah, and they'd send them back down to the south. And so they, they be, just you might have freed by your. And they kidnapped completely free people. Mm-hmm. Like they maybe they never even wore slaves. They were had they were, they right, were right, free right, in the right. north. They yeah, yeah. completely captured them, take them down, and revamp their history. Yeah, which yeah, and that, that's I mean it's a terrible history when you look at it in our context. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's terrible in general. It's not a good. It's, it's not good. No, no. You know? But you gotta when you're thinking about these things, it's not like the. It's not like society was the way it is today, but there's like people out there with plantations. It's it's tough to get kids to think critically. No concept of critical oh, race yeah, theory. Yeah, critical like, thinking is when like you, think about you kids take a too. class in sixth grade about like critical learning skills. When you think like, about kids too, like they're the way like the way I view our races, right? When when I I don't really so just growing up, like I've had I've had friends of all kinds of colors. It never really occurred to me, like obviously they, they look different than me. But it never really, like, mattered to me. You know what I mean? They were just another person that I'm friends with. And, like, you've seen this. Like, we run into my friends at the at the bars and stuff that are... It does, they're not all white. No. No. You know? So, kids today, when they're born, they're among all the different races. If you're a good person, they're friends with you. It, it doesn't matter what your skin color is. They're being forced this but in school... So even just talking about this is creating more racism. It's not letting it die. It's like they don't want it to die. If you would just let things play out, the racist people that are, you know, older will die off. I thought we could. The younger generations are not racist. No. They and, shouldn't, and they shouldn't be. They, There's a small fraction that they might well, yeah, be. But they're taught it by their parents. It's interesting. Uh, I just saw a study before coming here that I wish I could have printed out. This was another CNN thing. It's weird when they break news that other people predicted two years ago, and they're acting like they just discovered it. Um, the cities, specifically Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, are more segregated than they've been since the Civil Rights era. Candace Owens and Tucker mm-hmm. both bring this up, is, is that they, we're re- allowing almost a reverse segregation, and we're re- going back to looking at people in skin color to a point where people feel more comfortable being around people who look like them so they don't have to have these awkward conversations with fourth and fifth graders. Right. Yeah. Like, like, there's an odd instance where, like, cities like Washington D.C. It's all Democrat. But I it's just, also, I, it, it just doesn't. I just. I don't understand. The five it. richest counties. The five richest. I don't zip know, Like, I just don't understand what the point of focusing on somebody's skin color is. It, it just. It doesn't make sense I, to me at all. We, we keep having these conversations as they develop here. One of these days, when we get bored on content, we've had so much tough time have such a difficult time lining everyone up we have not been able to spend a full episode on this this would be a good like one a to thing. have our friend connor on. yep 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 because i have, I have, a, I have a whole thing i've been asking him for this a while would, yeah this would be the perfect because we've had yeah. he listens this is probably listening right now this would be perfect we'll probably run into him within the next well, that's the thing connor tax me we're gonna have a slow we month on. we're gonna have a slow month coming up with vacations and mm-hmm. it's just uh, Slumber is a good time to go out and have fun in the sun. This isn't really news isn't breaking that much, right. except like this this NFL player like this vac stuff. Alec keeps saying that there's no vaccine, there's no vaccine. You just ignore it. If we don't fight this until it's not a thing, then they can. It's always gonna. The school is coming soon. Fall is coming soon. Mm-hmm. And right now, the key to not making them vax the kids is gonna be saving the NFL players. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be figuring out the Navy, seeing the the nurses in New York. Once again, New York City. Oh, why? We don't care about your vax status. Have you been vaxxed? Yeah, then why are you making all the nurses in New York State have to get vaxxed or fire them? 
Why are you doing that? Here we go, the lovely Jim Acosta trash-talking football players. He's playing football. He's saying, let's go this guy. Shut up and play football, because you know the doctors of science who have been wrong about every aspect of this since the very beginning. They're the geniuses, and the athletes who I don't think they're in the not stands. just wrong, not just wrong. Oh yeah, lying. Yeah, yeah, no. Putting, we know that they're killing, lying. Killing comorbid fans. Mm -hmm. This isn't just about users, but you're not supposed to be getting your virus on the fans if you're a player. Mm -hmm. The player, the fans are not supposed to be getting close enough to the players to get virus from them, and there is no requirement forcing the players all to, or the fans to all get vaccinated. This is a completely reasonable, like, I don't know if, you, if you're trying to get Cole Beasley's statement. It I was, can pull it up right now. It was very much like our vax for thee, not for me. Our, va our vax for, yeah, vax it's for thee, not it's for like me. It's like two pages long, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pretty, like, I mean, it's a straight up, it's a cry to arms. I retweeted it. I have it right here. Do you want me to read the whole freaking thing? Oh, if you just want to grab a couple highlights of it, you can. It's your call here. I'm just pulling it up. I got one more. Let me pull it up on my phone because I'm not logged in on the laptop. Here. Dead air? We got dead air. <laughs> <laughs> How's I pull it up? Is it still dead air? So see, I got I got Dr. Wen here talking about the vax. This was like a two hours ago. If you want Cole Beasley's... Oh, I'll read hers and then I'll read Cole's. Good. She's talking we need a phase three and they're asking whether or not it's okay to um mandate the vaccines. And you will let her go. Doctor Wen.
see that's such a big jump to go from cruises sporting events and what was the other the other one she said concerts concerts cruises and sporting events because those are luxuries um I, I still think that's discrimination and i will not support any entertainment venue that follows these protocols right but when you say work and school well that's not a choice that's not like oh this right, is right, this right. is private sector. You can go find another non. You can find a non-vax place to go get your groceries, mm-hmm. like or to go listen to music. Go listen to artists that approve of your cultural sensibilities. This isn't that. This is like the flying. You can't. Everyone has to fly. Everyone has to be able to go to school to work. Mm-hmm. Like what jobs can you mandate when oh, when we've been over this a thousand times? Every place is short employees, and you're gonna go firing a third of them. <laughs> the numbers just don't add up. There are some places you can, some you can't. Yeah. The NFL, theoretically, and that's when I go back. This is that Ides of March episode. This is how much pain can these guys take? He has to. If you go to the statement, he's gonna. He threatens to retire. He's pretty much just saying that he's gonna be out. I'm not reading that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, because it's. No, it's, I mean it's, I've read it's, it. It's but too long. It, but, but it's like two pages long. He's saying that he's willing to retire and not finish a season before right. he's going to submit. And he's telling, to he's telling everyone that he's gonna be out. You're gonna see him out. If you're worried about it, stay away from yeah. him. Yeah, and that's where the guy got. That's where the guy got mad. It's juvenile and sophomore. I mean, he's saying go get vaccinated if you're worried about it. Yeah, you know, and if you're still worried about it, stay away from me. We stay. I mean, really, what the heck's wrong with you? If you're vaccinated, you're vaccinated. You're good. Yeah. Couldn't tell me. If it works, if it works, it works. It's supposed to work. We will not know that this. Hopefully, we're going to find closure in in the next couple of weeks. We didn't get to address this on the last episode. We got this in like the last fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we got to spend a decent amount of time on that. I'm trying to think. We got a couple more subjects. We never got anything on the summit. Yeah, okay. This is the end. The end of Vax update on the day. They're moving, they're going for the schools in college. Parents, college kids, if you're going to speak up, if you're going to threaten not to go, if there's any chance for you guys to form your change org positions, speak now. Or as you can see, Dr. Wen is about to initiate phase three. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know who knew when we were in phase two, but we're about to go into phase three. And we're going to incentivize people by not allowing them to enjoy themselves. Not exactly incentive. That's you're in stick mode, when You got to stop using the positive stuff. It's not you're you're forcing people. You're at, you're mandating vax passports. That's what it is. Say it. If you're going to implement it, say it. Because the question is, is no, and, and mind you, no one on Fox is taking this stance. Like I'm not totally calling for it, but I understand why if you're in vax, you'd want to go to see a concert, mm-hmm. and you're not going to not want to go because somebody who doesn't want to go to a concert it now can't because the principal. It's like, Greg wasn't going to go see the Foo Fighters anyway. So fuck that. Like, you can't boycott something you don't do. Mm-hmm. The NFL, I do watch. The NFL, I've stuck through. They've had some terrible political stances. All over the map. They managed to piss off every side of the aisle. Liberals don't like them. Conservatives don't like them. They chop their audience in half. As, as other sports get gambling, I, I, I don't know. If the NFL adds this to its list, I won't watch this. Mm-hmm. I won't watch any sport. That has anything to do with vax with mandating vax statuses. On that note, we had the Supreme Court ruling I briefly brought up. Terrell Pryor's got to be laughing somewhere. You can finally start making money if you're a college player. Not make money. Yeah. You can get gifts. You can get. You can. Um, Other than get sponsors. Uh, yeah, and you can. Uh, you can. You can. The in control of your likeness, but you can't get paid money still. By the school. No. No, right. they can give you like, I, free I, laptops. So I still think that should happen. I, I don't think the school should have to pay the players, but um, I think they should be allowed endorsements. 
Well, yeah, what is your stance on this though? Because I and I didn't I didn't think about this until, of course, I'm watching CNN and they got to float out. How does a liberal like this is this is it appeared all day to be bipartisan. Both sides are for it, except I've just heard the left throw a wrinkle. Well, this only helps a couple of the guys in sports. This isn't going to do anything for any of the women's sports or do anything for well, anything. Are those women making money in the big time sports? Uh, well, softball doesn't have that opportunity. Softball is more watched than baseball is, but there is no major league options, which I always found weird. I kind of think of a major league softball. I mean, they, might, they might get some endorsements if they're popular. I, I, th- I, think, I think they would. I think women's softball is one of the top five I think playoff, you don't think college Nike, playoffs. You don't think Nike's going to go sponsors oh, no. a couple college players? I, yeah, I, th- I think they will. I think it, 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 hopefully... If the free market works out well, this might be a chance for smaller market teams to get bigger, smaller market sports to get bigger, and bigger markets to get smaller. Yeah. Like if, I, if, if this works out free market, if we have to redistribute that the best curler, the best bowler, the offensive lineman and the quarterback all have to get paid the same, well, that's not the people free, That's it. not being able to make money off your name. That's just a UBI for athletes. I mean, everyone has to be. It's going to be kind of weird whenever you have some players, right? Now, yeah, and when when your quarterback gets all the promo off his name, so you're going to have like the quarterback. Quarterback's nobody without his lineman. Well, he needs his lineman, right? So I can think of. So he might pay his lineman. I don't. I don't know if they're making that much money. Like it's going to buy all my lineman. Oh no, no. I mean, so think about if you're Saquon Barkley. Yeah, in his college days, if he had this opportunity, it's Nike would be paying. It's him. unclear what the cap is on that. Because Nike cannot just pay him straight up money like a like a five hundred thousand dollar contract. I thought they could. That's, I thought that was the it, deal. It's, it's gearing up for that. This I, is, I thought that was the deal. I thought they can get the school. The school can do this. I'm not. I'm not. No, I thought that the sponsors could. We well, know, like Nike currently with like sponsors of school, like Penn State well, can't, will have all no, Nike I know, logos. What I thought they were doing. Am I wrong? I thought I don't think you can do commercials yet. My interpretation is just is not you can do a commercial. Because oh. right now, like, like Saquon Barkley just has a sponsorship from Nike that he's living off. He says he's not even living off his. Uh, well, Saquon Barkley's from salary. the Giants right now. He's a professional. Yeah. So he's in the clear. I'm, we're talking just the college. No, no, I know, but I'm saying if he if so if he's able to receive sponsorships when he was in college. He would have been making enough money yeah. to give his linemen gifts. This, this just came out today, and I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure that I'm pretty sure that you cannot. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that you can get you can't get money from people like Nike. That's still like the school gets money from Nike. Because one of the big arguments, detractors, another it's coming from the left, is um, certain schools are going to be able to pay a lot more than other schools. So it's just I, I didn't think this. And this school... is already the case. Alabama already doubles minds on their team more than anyone any other team in the league. It's already a thing. I do the camaraderie thing is what I'm worried. It's how you balance that out, and in, especially in a sport like a true team sport. Yeah, I, don't, I am not. Well, I mean, the whole team shouldn't. I mean, it, it really, if you're just a player, so there's a whole bunch of players in college who are never going to get a pro. They're not that skilled, right? They're skilled, but they're not, you know, going to the M- NFL type of skill level. Those kids are just lucky that they're getting to be on this field and enjoy that atmosphere. They get to play in front of 100,000 people on Saturday. Like, they're just lucky to get to experience that. And for most of them, I think they realize that. Like, I, I work with a guy who played for in a Division One football team, and he told me the same. He's like, he doesn't even think the players should get paid. He's like, they get so much as it is. He's like, the problem is a lot of the players end up going and buying, like, jewelry and stuff instead of buying what they need. 
but you get to live like a you live like a millionaire while you're at the school. You get all the drinks you want, all the food you want. You get to live in these nice facilities. You, you're just not saving anything. You're not putting anything away for the future, which is a problem. I'm not saying that's not a problem, but if you're one of the lower level players, like you don't need to be paid. Yeah. No. No. But the thing in back in college, you are being paid. You're getting a free education. I mean, yeah. Yeah, in a, in an education, I, I a lot like of these argument. schools are expensive. No, I never like that argument because I'm arguing these educations are crap that they're giving. I'm giving you a free crappy education. Like that's not. I don't even know if that's really. But that's. I'm. Ha- I'm happy that this is making inroads in the right direction. It was a seven-two majority, so mm-hmm. it's no chance of flipping. If anything, this might go. The next case is going to be cash. How, how much exactly can a player benefit off of his use his own name, market his own name? Um, the other two cases, the Affordable Care Act was upheld. I mean, when we did this vax thing for free. I mean, this is saying that they're going to be able to be paid in endorsements, which would be straight from, like, like uh, unli- Nike could just pay a player. Unlimited money. So they're saying that NCAA is not going to be – it's not starting until 2023, though. Yeah, see, I'm going to have to read this one for myself. This was not one of the ones, like, this was – I had to throw this at the end. They're of allowed the, money the for endorsements and promotions. So promotions would be doing ads and stuff, right? I think – I think I don't. Now, a thing that I think the lower-level players will get to experience, because this happens in the minor leagues in baseball, which would be players at the same level as college athletes, they will get endorsements where they'll get free, you know, cleats. They'll get hats, shirts, yeah. stuff to wear. They'll get all that kind of stuff. That was more what I was thinking this was going to be. You know, they'll get unlimited gloves, but, yeah. all that stuff. Like, that will happen a lot to the lower-level players. But the cash flow is going to come to you. If you're an elite player on a team, and this isn't going to come to just your local hero. I mean, some, maybe some local sponsors might do it. Terrell Pryor. But Terrell yeah, Pryor is a perfect example. Terrell Pryor would have got a big deal. If this does go through, that you yeah. can... He, Baker Mayfield would have got a big deal. He, he would have been he, being paid a lot, which career, would make them stay to senior year. That's, I think, the goal in this is to try and get college football not to be completely eliminated by... Yeah. And same with all college sports. We'll see how it works. I think it's going to be a fun experiment to watch. I'm gonna, we'll get the details and try and get an athlete on here. Yeah, it's saying right here. To discuss so the significance. This... Legislation. Well, this is just saying California, though. But I, I'm not sure. It, 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 this is from NBC. It's a very. This is why I was cautious in co- talking about this because there's a lot more specifics I want to get into before. But it's it's saying that it's, it's not a. This one looks like it's just college though, or just California. But student athletes to be paid in endorsement deals and prohibits the NCAA and the schools from banning those compensated athletes. So players are just going to be able to accept deals out there. And so, if California's going to do it, that means the rest of the country has to do it, or else, like, USC is going to have the best team every single freaking year. Yes. Because <laughs> every super athlete's going to go there. Yes. And that's another concern is that we can get super teams. How much is just, it's already. I mean, I'm fine with that. Just, my problem is, I, I don't like that you have, the, like, just take the. Well, I mean, the cupcake schools aren't going to want this, but mm, I don't know. I don't know the solution. I think expand the. Uh, Football playoffs for sure. Let I would say let all twenty five teams in. the The playoff bracket's not that long. I know they don't want people to get hurt before they go to the NFL, but if you're letting them get the endorsements, it's tough because you, you don't have that. You gotta wait the week between games. It's a lot. It'll be like a two month, three month process. It's really not that long. It's like twenty five, twelve. You have sixteen teams in the NFL one. You're adding like another week. Okay. Twenty some teams. Yeah. Year. That's only really one more round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not against it, I don't think. It's 16 teams in the NFL, right? 16. Yeah. Maybe just do a top 10. 
Because you just do a bunch of buys. buys. Yeah, you give the top level ones buys. I okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that what's going on with uh. I mean, no, that, that's all speculation. This is what I. No, think. last year was so odd because because nobody played each other, and it was how they figured out a way. Someone who only played six games versus someone who played all ten. Right, right. It was so screwy last season. I, I, just, I, I just forget what traditional bowl game. You just take all ranked teams. And you just turn the bowl games into... I mean, this eliminates bowl games for a lot of the other teams, but, I mean, who cares? If you're not good enough, you're not good enough. But just turn the bowl games into the playoff games. Name each playoff game the bowl so you still get all the sponsorships and stuff. And just work your way through all that. Just like you got March Madness. It'll make it way more popular because people will be betting on the whole bracket. You'll have a whole the whole bracket thing for... Uh, I mean, the bracket stuff... I mean, for the gambling world, it will never end then. From, what, November through the end of March. And gambling world's in a revolution right now. So but pretty, pretty much from November to the end of April, actually, you I mean, you're just going to have straight-up gambling, yeah. like, frenzy going on if you do that. We'll have to find out. I mean, I'm sure there's money deals that, the reasons why they don't go this route, but for the fan angle... We're opening up, and there's never been more opportunities to make money I mean, it's, everyone's got a whole bunch of cash inflation hasn't hit yet and everyone's gonna hit the inflation has at the same it. time man is it expensive to buy stuff at Lowe's <laughs> we're gonna end up having an inflation episode when it gets to the point that Alec finally has to admit that this is a problem but it's just so incremental he won't admit it's a problem I, until kids yeah. are until I'm throwing money right now, this is just seasonal. It's going. All the left says is going back down. Don't worry about it. Wait till dollars are worth the same as what a quarter is, and I'm just throwing stacks at him, and he doesn't even want them. Um, <laughs> did you see? We're gonna. He wants to try and do an episode tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Okay, yeah, you you good? I, What's um, your time range tomorrow? And I mean, evening, obviously, but not too late because I have to go back to work. But uh, you want to do like a four o'clock? Okay, I want an afternoon one. Well, I'll let you know tomorrow. We'll oh. figure it out tomorrow. Because I was going to say, right now I'm looking at it, and I have, like, three topics at least yeah. that we did not get to cover. First, we have... get this. To, we'll cover this tomorrow, me and you, either way. It, just a shorter episode if it, if it needs to, right. be, to go out in a couple weeks. Well, I want to get Mason on here, so he said he's, he's well, he considering can, it. The live update. Mm-hmm. We can do the casino live update. Um, I have a the G7, just comedy stuff. The reason we're not covering it in this show is because it's really unimportant. Only highlights of it were watching CNN go from making fun of Trump for four years. We to should talk about that without because I mean the international news is just mocking our president. It, it's so. embarrassing. It's so, but not it's it's mocking our coverage of our president mm-hmm. because we set the bar so low and when he can't make that and Putin goes and runs just rip just destroy hour and fifteen minutes attacking our press, mm-hmm. accusing us of being the one locking up Jan six riders. I got some stuff. Wow, it's like seven times I've nailed this thing today, <laughs> and it's like blunt, Jesus. Um, we got a lot with the Jan Sixth update, and Tucker floated a conspiracy that Cena has not refuted is making them actually uncomfortable. But Fox daytime news is not addressing, and it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, trying to think of a word for it. Shocking, isn't it? It's it's, it's a bit. It's a big theory, and it's it's happened before. The question is, is what we we were talking about this. They were talking about this on the Joe Rogan podcast, on back when they would try and entrap Muslim terrorists 
or not Muslim terrorists. They try and find people that could be radicalized. The, the way they set people up who aren't, aren't even radicalized, they radicalize them themselves. The government does, the FBI. It, it looks like there might be some of this involved going on with the January We don't know. Right. We don't know, and there's a lot of blacked out information, which I personally hate because those redactions are the fruit of conspiracy theories. Like, that's mm-hmm. where you get... Uh, that's where I mean there's a reason because people have questions and they're going to make answers if you don't give it for, give it to yeah. them especially if you give them three quarters of the stuff so we got that that um, the Hunter Biden updates and what's the fourth one we got here oh the canceled holidays that was another thing in making Tupac a holiday there are several state uh, local school districts that are deciding not to call any holiday they're just doing day off one day off two day off three I Calling my own foul and crass talk, I used to make fun of the war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. What oh, yeah, gonna, the left's coming for your holidays. What yeah. are they going to call Juneteenth? They are. Well, that's the thing. They just name a holiday on the same day they're taking out holidays. I think they're blowing it. I think they're going too far. I think they're confusing everybody, and it's just going to get to a point where the majority of Americans say, I'm just not going to deal with this. But we're going to see with college now that they're forcing you to get vaxxed to go in. It all depends on if cancel culture gets ended. It's, right now, people are just is. worried about being canceled. They're worried about their reputation. That's all it is, and that's what's fueling that, us. And as a teaser, we are going to unveil who we are 2024 presidential lookout for. You, me, and you, me, and you know, the, me and you know who they are. We'll wait to do that till the next episode because mm-hmm. both under fire. Yeah. Um, other than that, thanks for the patience as we struggle through our most technically challenged month. Yeah, we, since the start of this. Hopefully, this one's recorded. It's a hopefully good. You're hearing it, it's this. a good thing this is slow. That five days later we can do this, and it's still basically I'm using the same playbook as I had drawn up before. Yeah. But everyone, stay safe. Enjoy the summer months. Happy Fourth of July. Battle probably we're gonna get one more episode here before then. Yeah, let's get one more in tomorrow. Um, if you're out there listening to this and. You have a way to reach out to us. Questions. We're you trying to get, get on to the show. Yes. We're looking for guests. We're going to start a new segment where we have friends of Call Your Own Foul. I got questions. That we, ha- we have our friend in uh, North Carolina. Next time he is local, we definitely yep. want to pull him onto our show. Any we, other friends also? We have a lot of friends. We have a lot of friends abroad. Mm-hmm. Like my friend group is currently separated by like seven different cities right now. Right. So, so, there's no- so I know it's when people can make it back into town. If you are local, let us know. Get on the show. Our friend Ryan was local this weekend yep. and didn't come on the show. Yeah, and that's where a lot of people... You can be anonymous. <laughs> you out, Ryan. We can just call you by your profession <laughs> yeah, you, or a nickname if you don't we'll want to come out. A, a lot of people don't want to get canceled. Right. We, me and Craig don't care if we are. Yeah, I, I think Alex is too dumb for them to cancel. You're not going to get rid of Alex. You can't cancel. He's a liability. They need him to come in here. They need as a Keisha show I don't want to call Alec dumb. No, no. He's dumb for not being here to record this I episode. will call Alec misinformed, and I blame it on him reading newspapers and yeah. not paying attention. He gets his news about a week He's after He's not paying attention to any of the videos. It's bad. It's bad. He, he doesn't a see. A lot of time breaking the news to Alec. How can you see Joe Biden getting lost in a coffee shop in a newspaper? You just can't. You're missing out. And in the modern news cycle, it, newspaper just doesn't work in that in that aspect. So. Joe Biden walking the Queen. Yeah, you're, you just can't see it in the newspaper unless they start putting video sections in no. newspapers. They might. Hey, you might. Well, hey no, we, we still we like Hogwarts. Our, our Hopefully, we get, Alec can talk about his newspaper that he's been trying to promote for four weeks now. Well, he's about to. What we found out in the deleted episode was that he. Gave up on the newspaper. He didn't deliver. Yeah, all he's salty. He got me overbought. 
he'll get deal. Yeah, one episode. Yeah, Trumpy Corn system. Trumpy Corn would finish selling his Trumpy Corn is not happy. No, no, no. On that note, haven't heard. Trumpy's been gone. He's just been. He sent out on Father's Day. Oh, Happy Father's Day too. He sent out a. Uh, happy Father's Day, losers, haters, and all my enemies with one of his press statements. It's like, I'm glad that he's, even without Twitter, he'll still put out his relay to my haters. It's like, okay, to my haters. On God.